With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Don't be picky, just be happy with this quick game. What's going on, Canucks Nation? What's going on, listeners? I'm Trevor Bakes, and you are listening to The Quickie here on the Nucks Misconduct Network. Yeah, the hockey season is over, but we're still, we're still coming at you, at least for a little bit longer. Been a long year, obviously. We've been making content throughout the pandemic, and we appreciate all of you tuning in to not, not just The Quickie, but all the other shows here on the Nucks Misconduct Network. That includes Power the Towel with Nick Bondi, who's had everyone on in the city. He's been doing fucking fantastic. Kyle Bowen was sipping on a 40. Kyle and myself with Silky and Filthy. Puck talk and bullshit. Go check out that episode on the network today as well as we talk about all kinds of RFAs and recruit Henrik Lundqvist and Pat Maroon to Vancouver. Good times plenty. Now there's one other player I want to talk about today on the quickie who I think the Canucks should consider trying to chase. He's an RFA He's the pride of Abbotsford, and we know how much luck the Canucks have had with their Abbotsford boys in the system. Shout out to Jake Vertanen. But there are obviously other teams that are in cap hell aside from the Vancouver Canucks. And we talked about it a little bit last night on Silky and Filthy. Kyle and I chatted about it. And one of those teams is the New York Islanders. Now, Matt Barzell and Ryan Pollock are both RFAs right now. They're going to command significant deals. Significant. Barzell, one of the best young players in the league. Ryan Pollock, an underrated number one defenseman with those New York Islanders. Currently, the New York Islanders have less than $10 million in cap space. Barzell alone would eat up almost all of that. They're going to have to clear some room just to get those two guys signed. Now, there's a third RFA with the New York Islanders who I think might have a good chance of walking. This is just speculation purely, but Devon Taves, again, the pride of Abbotsford, he's a guy who could get squeezed out due to their salary cap constraints. Now, the New York Islanders, again, they've dug in themselves a bit of a hole on defense because of their contract situation. Johnny Boychuk, he's making $6 million per season for the next two years. He's not worth that anymore. They also have Nick Letty on the books for $5.5 million per season for the next three years. Those are two guys who don't deserve to be making that kind of money anymore. And if the Islanders don't find a way to move them or a guy like Andrew Ladd, a good bio candidate, you know, they're going to struggle to sign a guy like Devon Taves. Although I would bet, you know, Matt Barzell, Ryan Pollock, they aren't going anywhere. But Devon Taves, let's take a, take a look at him coming to the Vancouver Canucks. He is a left-shot defenseman, although he has some experience playing the right side in the AHL. For the Islanders, though, he's primarily been a left-side guy. 
But again, when you think of a guy like this, Devon Taves, he's 26 years old. He's actually more offensively inclined than you might think for an Islanders defenseman. But he hit the 30-point mark this season in 64 games. And he's a good mobile defenseman too. Good two-way defenseman. But not necessarily one who's a stay-at-home guy. But I think a guy like Devon Taves who's on the current trajectory he's on, he could project to be a top four guy. And again, you look at the left side, it's Quinn Hughes, it's Alex Edler. And then there are no guarantees after that. Maybe it's Hugh Levy, maybe it's Rathbone, maybe it's a guy like Devon Taves. Because if you think about bringing in a guy like Taves, eventually you see him passing Edler on the depth chart. And of course, that's the way the Canucks need to go. Alex Edler, if he comes back for, say, the 2021-22 season, you know, maybe he's a guy that doesn't have to play 22 minutes a night. Maybe he's a guy who can be a third-pairing defenseman on a contending team. That's an ideal spot for Edler. But to do that, you need a guy like Devon Taves, a defenseman in his prime, to step into the lineup and supplant Edler, take away some of those minutes. Now you look at the RFA situation, Devon Taves, there's a cap projection tool, tool on DauberHockey.com, projects Taves making 4.9 million. The same tool also projects Adam Goddett to be making 4 million, so take it with a grain of salt. I think you can get Devon Taves under contract for $4.2 million a season or less. Now that, for signing an RFA, that's the cost of a second round pick. The complication for the Canucks, of course, they don't have their 2020 second round pick this year. They'd have to reacquire it. So perhaps there's another road to go down. Maybe there's a trade with a draft pick for Tannen, another prospect to get Devontae into the system. How about a little Abbotsford for Abbotsford swap? However, the Canucks plan on doing it. Still a lot of things to figure out as they navigate their offseason. But keep your eye on Devon Taves as a guy who might get squeezed out of the equation with the New York Islanders. I brought up Taves quickly on the latest episode of Silky and Filthy with Kyle and I. Lots of good hockey talk. It was my last episode in the studio before my baby girl comes. Big night. Great episode. Go check that out. And again, thanks for listening to the Nux Misconduct Network.